Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, my cat friends. Welcome to another exciting episode of Cat Talk Radio. I'm Molly DeVos, your host and go-to certified cat behavior specialist. And I'm joined by my handsome husband and wonderful co-host, Dewey Vaughn. Well, meowdy, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Meowdy. Today's episode is all about first aid for your cat, but... Should we really be treating things at home? You know, it's very important to point out that, you know, the ability to safely transport your cat to a veterinarian is the most important thing about first aid, right? I mean, we want to start by having the phone number and address of all the emergency vet clinics in your area printed out. And put it on your refrigerator so that everybody in the home knows where to take the cat in case of an emergency. You know, first aid can be life-saving, but you should not attempt what we call definitive treatment at home, right? The purpose of this is to just keep the animal stable until you can get them to veterinary care. That's what first aid is about. That's the most important thing you can do. So what kinds of things are we talking about here? I know we've had Pico now for three years and never had an emergency and need for first aid. Yeah, and hopefully we never will. But, (laughs) you know, part of uh, getting my my behavior certification in school was there was a course on first aid and CPR for cats. And um, after that course... I made a first aid kit for cats. I've thought, you know, being the crazy cat lady that I am, I'm probably going to come across a cat that's injured, you know. And as crazy cat ladies, you know how we are. We have a way of manifesting cats. And not all of them are healthy when we come across their, their path. But, you know, secondly, after tacking up that ER clinic info, Right. That it's the first thing you need to do is get that ER clinic info printed out, not just, oh, I'll Google it if I ever need it. Because you got an emergency situation. You need to be able to just go over there and see it and do that. Or keep it in your wallet or whatever. But the second thing you need to do is understand your cat's normal patterns of breathing, heart rate, and activity levels too. Right. And 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 again, let's define first aid here. It's the use of basic treatment techniques at the scene of an accident or sudden illness, right? Like like first responders. That's what that's what we're talking about here. So how do we know what normal is for our cat? Well, we know, you know, we know when Pico is lethargic or less active than normal. You know, that by itself isn't a sign of alarm, of course, but combined with very fast or very slow breathing, it, it could be. And <clears throat> cats normally take about 15 to 30 breaths per minute. You know, they're 
breathing is higher if if you've been doing the fishing pole play with him, you know, but it it should come back down. It's not sustaining at that high rate. So listen to their breaths too. There shouldn't be any sound. You shouldn't hear wheezing or things like that. You know, it's not mm-hmm. <clears throat> right. Should be no sound. <clears throat> I made myself cough. Sorry. <laughs> if you hear your cat wheeze, get it to the vet, right? <clears throat> I really did mess up my throat doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also check their gum color, right? Pull up your cat's lip and look at what color their gums are above their teeth. It should be light, light pink, right? If it's white, it might indicate a, a loss of red blood cells or it could be in shock or a loss of blood. And if their gums are blue, then they're not getting enough oxygen. Wow. So I'm guessing dealing with an injured cat can be dangerous for the person treating as well, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You you can get bit or scratched bad, and that can impede your ability to help the cat, right? So the first thing to consider is restraining the cat. And I kind of made my first aid kit because I keep it in the trunk of my car. That way it's close if I need it in the house, but I've also got it in case I come across a cat that's been hit by a car or find a cat somewhere. As I said, us crazy cat ladies tend to manifest that stuff. So anyway, the first thing is, you know, restraining the cat. We don't want to cause them harm. So learning how to handle an uncooperative cat is is very important. And Google it because, you know, this is not a conducive topic for the show, being that it's a radio show. We're not doing this on YouTube. I can't show you how to, you know, hold a cat safely. So just Google that. There's plenty of information out there. But I'd like to get started by covering the list of 20 things that I have in my first aid kit. And if you email me, I'll send you a link to visuals, right? This would really be better with visuals, but I've got a a, a page that's got visuals and links to the products themselves and that sort of thing. And you can email me, molly at cattalkradio.com. So the first thing I have in the kit is hand sanitizer. Get your hands clean before you touch the animal. Right. And then I have five things that are related to restraint in the kit. The first is a large towel for wrapping the animal in. Now, I recommend a towel, one of those, uh, it's actually a big dog bath absorbent towel. Because if the cat's wet, if it's raining or snowing or something like that, then the towel's going to help also wick some of that moisture out of the cat's fur. So you'll see that in in the link, the one I like in particular. And then a tear-proof restraining bag right it's got zippers or velcro areas where the head comes out and and you can leave a foot out if you have to or limbs out has a carrying handle um, on it another thing is thick leather gloves or like rose pruning gloves those are are good you're not going to get bit you've got to pick the cat up and put it in that bag restraining bag and um You'll want some thick leather gloves to do that. And a cat muzzle. Uh, use the quick fit muzzle. That's a that's a good one. And that keeps you, again, from getting bit. And the muzzle goes over the cat's eyes. So a cat is better off when it can't see what's happening. It's a little less stressed. And the fifth thing 
is an Elizabethan collar. And and that's when <clears throat> I get one of these adjustable ones. So if I come across a kitten or depending on the size of the cat, the collar adjusts to it. And again, email me and I'll send you that link. But that's mostly to keep the cat from licking and biting the wound itself. But it might also help in protecting you from getting bit as as you would if he didn't have it on. And if the cat is injured and still ambulatory, how do you get your hands on it in the first place? And a follow-up question to that is, and if it's unconscious and you put it in the car and it wakes up, freaks out, what do you do then? Yeah, those are those are good scenarios to cover because they happen. They absolutely happen. Yeah, sure. So if you have room, carry one of those cat traps. Uh, have a heart is a, a good brand and a carrier with you both. You know, those things that actually aren't on my list of 20 things in my first aid kit, but um, but really stinky cat food is on my list because you might have to entice or distract a cat. You know, if you entice a cat into the carrier with the really stinky cat food while you wait and hide for it to go in or the trap, and then you've got it. And you might also have to distract the cat while you're treating it. So, you know, here's a big glob of cat food. You eat that while I'm trying to get you in the bag kind of thing. So I, I think that's that's those are good things to have too and and you know having your carrier handy for that second scenario like okay you find an injured cat and you it's unconscious and you warm it up and stuff like that and you got it in the car and then it wakes up and and starts hitting the windshields it's going to injure itself more and make because an accident while you're trying to drive to the er clinic so having a carrier handy to confine the cat in is is really really um, important and and for your own cat, you know having your carrier on hand if your cat fell or you suspect it might have a broken leg or limbs or tail or something like that, carrier super important for getting it to the vet. Are these things <clears throat> you can do to give the cat? Uh, I mean, are these things you can kind of. Are there things, I'm having a hard time speaking, are there things you can give your cat to calm it down? I have two things in my kit for calming cats down. One is rescue remedy, which is given orally, right? And it's like a little, it's flower essences and little squeeze tube and you just put some in the mouth. And then feel away, which is sprayed, not the feel away um, you know, that you plug in the wall and that kind of thing, but you actually, there's a little spray version. And again, uh, it's on my list with links and pictures and stuff like that. Those two things I have on my kit, but you know, another thing I, I don't have, I probably should add is, is catnip because that might work too. Um, you know, in the shelter when we're dealing with really anxious cats, I had one the other day I was evaluating and it, it was doing like an alien coming at the kennel door yeah, trying yeah, to latch yeah. onto my face. And oh, I was wow. able to scoop some catnip in there, um, you know, with a extended back scratcher thing. And then it started rolling around in the catnip and started rubbing against the door and letting me pet it. It was amazing. So catnip uh, is probably something I should add, actually, <laughs> to <Yeah>. my <laughs> first aid kit now that I think about it. <laughs> do you ever need to do CPR on your cat? Well, when there is death, yes. 
and death means when your cat is no longer breathing. However, I can't demonstrate that on an auditory show and, you know, breathing into your cat's nose, you know, if you do that too hard, that can cause lung damage or get air into their stomach. I mean, there's a real technique to it. So I suggest you Google that and we're not going to cover that topic here today. I mean, you, hopefully you will never have the need to do that, but you can do CPR on a cat and it's like a person, you know, there's chest compressions and things like that. But if you compress too hard or in the wrong spot, you know, you could, you could, you know, injure or, or kill a cat. So it's a real, a real specific technique that I can't really, I don't want to describe to you over a radio show and have you go try it. So uh, Google that and find someone who's demonstrating that visually to you. So do you have a stethoscope in your little kit? <laughs> I, I do. I do. I, do. <laughs> um, I actually do. I have a stethoscope in the kit um, because that way I can hear heart rate and I can hear breathing. Right. And then I also have a little small mirror in the kit to detect if the cat's breathing that way too, right? Because then, you know, it's just like <laughs> that old mystery show. You hold a mirror up to him, see if he's alive. But but it's true. They'll fog a mirror as they're exhaling. So I, I have a, a mirror to be able to tell if it's just, if it's barely detectable breathing, sometimes the mirror's better. What about regulating the cat's temperature? That's an important thing first, re first responders do. Is it something we need to know about for an injured cat? Yeah, I actually have three things in my kit that address regulating a cat's temperature. One is those hot hands packs, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Use those to, to warm. Those are really good, especially if you find a kitten. A lot of us find little kittens and the kittens are cold and they haven't eaten in so long. And you get those hot hands things and break those and get them warm and get that kitten warmed up. And then I have a an ER heating blanket, right? It's just a little small packet. It, it's, it's like what they use for people that are out in the snow and they got to get them back to help. Um, and, and that keeps, you know, the whole animal wrapped in warmth. And then I have a cold pack to lessen bleeding. They make these immediate cold packs and uh, the, all those things are like snap use on the spot things. And, and again, I've got links and pictures to all of them on my, on my link. I'll send you if you email me. And I'm sure you have something in there for cuts. <clears throat> yep. And, and there's cuts. Yeah. I, I do. I have four things for cuts in my bag. I have gauze pads, right? And and those are, you know, obviously put on in case there's, you know. And, and then I've got tape, which is um, like a, a first aid type tape. So I put the gauze pad on. I'd tape it and then I do a self-adhesive bandage, you know, those kind of ace bandages. Remember, we used to have the little metal clips, but now they're all self-adhesive. So I put the mm -hmm. gauze down, tape the gauze like around the leg and then bandage, self-adhesive bandage over it. Um, so, you know, I also carry Band-Aids. Sometimes that works a little better to stick to the fur instead of a gauze pad if an animal's struggling so much. And then I have antibiotic ointment, but not the pain-free kind, right? The pain-free kind has like aspirin in it, and any form of aspirin is toxic to the cats. 
right? Which reminds me, we need to to say here also, never, 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 never give human prescriptions or supplements to cats in a first aid situation, right? Never. Mm-hmm. So antibiotic ointment is is okay. Some people just don't even recommend that you have that, but make dang sure you read those in, ingredients and there, there's not any form of aspirin or pain reliever in there at all. I remember my grandmother, when she had two cats, she had two that looked just alike, and one of them got sick, and she gave it Pepto-Bismol. Oh, <laughs> and of course, no. The kitty didn't last long. Oh, she that's felt a like sad it wasn't story. eating, and it was sick, and so she just gave it some Pepto-Bismol. Well, yeah. two definitely. cats went to one. Yeah, definitely. No, no human... Um, prescriptions or supplements like we did one on just recently on vitamin d and how mm-hmm. poisonous like if you drop your little vitamin d tablet on the floor and pico gets curious and swallows it it could be you know very 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 toxic and life-threatening for him well that all makes sense now what about if a cat ingests something poisonous kind of like you were alluding to there yeah if you know your cat has been poisoned like some of the most common ones is they're eating lilies at Easter time or poinsettias at Christmas time, or they've gotten into antifreeze or, you know, maybe you have an indoor outdoor cat and it's gotten into rodent poisons or things like that. You can actually give it activated charcoal or orally. Now I like there's an activated charcoal. It's not a tablet because getting a tablet down a cat is really difficult, but it's like a, it's activated charcoal and it has a syringe and you just get it into their mouth and then coats their mouth and then they swallow it. And again, the link to that is, is and specific for animals is uh, also on my, on my first aid kit page. So what if you give the charcoal and the cat isn't actually poisoned? Well, activated charcoal is fairly inert, and and you should see no side effects except sometimes maybe their their poops are going to be black or dark for a few days as the charcoal works its way out of the system. But if you suspect your cat's been poisoned, go ahead and give it charcoal. It's not going to hurt it if if it's uh, it's not going to hurt it if it's not really poisoned. Whereas it can really help. Ah, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> You know, that's sounding like 20 items we've covered already. So what, if anything, did we miss here in this episode? You're right. That was 19 of my items. And the last one is eye wash. Now, any and all eye problems with your cat should be considered a medical emergency and require immediate exam by a vet. Just just like I said, you know, if our eyes are injured, we need to get it taken care of right away. Do not delay in getting your cat to the vet. If you see like the areas around the eye that are normally white become red, or if the eyeball starts to appear dark, you know, that can be blood within the eyeball that makes it look all dark like that. Or if your cat's excessive blinking or rubbing his eyes a lot, he could have a scratched cornea, could be an infection or any other number of things. And if the eye is closed, you know, and you see drainage or discharge, don't attempt to open the eye. Just clean around it and then get your cat to the vet as soon as possible. Just use a like a water-soaked cloth, like a washcloth to clean, warm, very warm. Never use ice, right? So I carry the eye wash in case there's something 
in the cat's eye that I'm trying to flush out. Like I know, you know, there's something in there. I saw it go through bushes or whatever, and now it's rubbing the eye and it's irritating it. That's why I use the eye wash. And then there's one more thing, kind of like the catnip. Catnip should be 21 and this should be 22. You should be carrying that list of your ER clinics in your kit with you right? Because what if you're out and it's in the trunk of your car and you're like, oh, heck, what was the name of that one? And you've got it already printed out with your stuff. <laughs> Do you have a doctor's kit you keep all this stuff in? <laughs> <laughs> it would be cute, wouldn't it? A little doctor's yeah. medical bag. Actually, right. I keep it all in the restraint bag, you know, that, that tear-proof black restraint bag. I put it all in there. But, you know, it's a good idea. You could also keep it in your... You know, there's a another thing like an open top cardboard box, and by that I mean you rip off the the little uh, I don't even know what's the word. I've lost my word. Like when you the flaps, flaps. That's the word. You tear off the flaps so a cardboard box is open top, so you have something to put the cat in. You know, you got the cat wrapped in the blanket and you put it in the box. But an open top carrier is better because you know that's that's. That's going to enclose the cat in the car. And then when you get it to the vet, the vet can easily take the top off the carrier and the vet can access it. Or there's one that has a drawer in it. It's very cool. I, I've got links to some awesome carriers on our site. So again, go to catbehaviorsolutions.org. And on our homepage, you'll see a resources tab that has a picture of a cat with cool sunglasses on. And if you go there, there's a link to carriers. And uh, and that, you'll see this carrier that's actually a drawer. That'd be perfect for transporting it. So you could put all your stuff in the bag, in the carrier, and then it's not taking up so much room in the trunk of your car. Okay, that's great. So let's hope no one ever has to use this, but... You know, it is good to have all these things on hand because emergencies are never planned, as we all know. Exactly. That's uh, it's a good thing to think about. So thank you for tuning in today, all you listeners out there on our Cat Talk radio show. If you have any questions or topics you would like to us to use or to cover in future episodes, please email those to molly at cattalkradio.com. Absolutely. And email me if you'd like a link to this. We actually had one of our listeners um, ask if uh, if we would cover first aid on cats. And I uh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for asking that, because this is a good thing to talk about. Because when she asked me, I thought, you know, that's something we haven't ever talked about. And I do carry that first aid kit. We could talk about what's in it. So email me, too, if you want that link. And you can help us in another way by going to our store, which is called the Behavior Boutique on cattalkradio.com or catbehaviorsolutions.org. And buy some cool stuff for your cats, because all of that goes all of that money goes to Cat Behavior Solutions, which is a nonprofit. None of that money is taken out for salaries in any way, shape, or form. Dewey and I are not compensated. We do this out of the goodness of our heart to help you take better care of your cat and to increase the bond between you. And we're going to keep doing it as long as... Shelter Sh Euthanasia is the... 
number one cause of death in cats. You heard that right. Shelter, euthanasia is the number one cause of death in cats. And that is why Cat Behavior Solutions exists, is to try to keep cats out of shelters and in their homes. Thanks for tuning in with us today. And until next time, keep calm and purr on. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.